Season 2, Episode 2. The wheels are slow to turn in the Hollywood industry to minimise risk on the set of television or movies. Harrison Ford is injured on a Star Wars set in the Millennium Falcon. Alec Baldwin was involved in a non-set fatality. And there are material challenges with credible failures in work that is designed to be thrilling and exciting. Well, generally fun. Movie making may not seem to be volatile, uncertain, complex or ambiguous like mining or oil or gas and other matters revolving issues of process safety. But nevertheless, things do go awry, albeit in a casual, more relaxed, well, inverted commas, more relaxed work environment. We also devote this episode to transportation of gas in your car for a weekend barbecue. Enough is enough is a new movement. That's another issue we traverse. And then what does Trage mean by she just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich? Well, you better listen in and find out. This episode contains a reference to a fatality. Some listeners may find its contents distressing. Hello and welcome to the Why Work podcast series. You are listening to Trace Vitkovsky, Sarah Pazell and Alan Girl. clearance because it's a falling i should know i wouldn't be in trouble what am i talking about alan Raja, i've got a couple of cases for you and and sarah this is, has been a long time favorite of mine and that it's a case in which harrison ford was injured whilst on the set for star wars the force awakens and what had happened was they designed the set so it was a hydraulic door that opened and closed and the button for controlling the hydraulic door was out of sight of the door the operator of the door could not see the doorway. Mm. This was for the Millennium Falcon. Harrison Ford, in the rehearsals, would walk through this door and the door would not open and close through the rehearsals. They would only open and close the, or close the door when they were actually filming. Oh, so, right. I thought you were going to say Chewbacca hit his head on it. Well, there's another hazard. Harrison Ford was rehearsing. He walks through the door. He he ends up standing under the door, and then another worker closes the door, uh, this hydraulic door, so it closes downwards, hits him in the leg, and breaks his leg. I find it's a really interesting case because it says you can have hazards, you can have workplaces anywhere. And hydraulics, known for this kind of thing, when, yes. you know, the control of hydraulics, the impact to the worker, like you see this in mining, for example, when equipment that was intended to be used above ground is risk assessed above ground and then suddenly brought underground and the situation's different. You're in a tunnel through the yep. stope, you know, and hydraulics that move sideways instead of just vertical up and down suddenly crush a worker, well, this crush is, an this entanglement. Was a, this was a very well-funded movie. Yeah, and indeed, you gave a practical work example example when you explained it to me you explained it as this high risk item of plant but when you're telling me this story i see this as the millennium falcon i see hollywood i yeah. see this as if you're going to a fun park whether it's lunar park but behind lunar park behind the facade you've got pistons you've got cogs That's you've it. got machines and it is a high risk item of plant 
Yeah, I think what happens in what's happened in this workplace, which happens in a lot of workplaces, is that you need a fresh pair of eyes to come in and say, oh, hold on a second, that's a hazard and a risk. You, you know, we really need to manage this. What was C3PO doing? What <laughs> <laughs> about I've, R2-D2? I've talked to stunt operators and some real high-profile ones, yeah. and, you know, they've the one in particular that I know in the Gold Coast, and he's known for some of his risk management approaches of being able to do some pop kick-ass kind of work, but obviously getting everybody alive through that process. However, when I talked about formal risk management and what the movie uh, industry wants, he says they don't, they don't really have an appetite for that level of mm. documentation, systems, reporting. He just happens to adopt it. It's his practice, you know, and, and here's what, you know, sometimes I go, hey, what are you doing on the weekend? He goes, oh, I'm just doing a burn. I go, a what? Burn. A burn. Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah, absolutely. Tell me what that... They, the, the, it, the, the effect, the burn, where they're, they're finally, they, they, they're put on they're fire. They're teaching and they're, people to put this gel correct. all over their body you, so you they can, can light themselves on flame, in, in flames, yeah. and roll over. Yeah, people do it for days. I'm just doing first, a burn. What are you days. doing this weekend? You can, you can actually get... Shut up. Actually, no, it's true. You can actually, there's a company on the Gold Coast, a stunt company, where you can pay... This might be my friend. It's your friend. This might be my friend. He's in the Gold Coast. Again, if you bothered to watch reality TV. For the weekend, he did the Mad Max stunts. So if your first date is a burn, it only gets better from that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But Harrison Ford, anyway, did not expect to walk through this door, Millennium Falcon, and get his leg crushed and break a leg. But we see it as this fantastic Hollywood. But let's go back to Hollywood. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. Oh. oh, very sad. This what is hor- sad. tragic, yeah. horrible. Yeah, there's been so many accidents with guns. But, where... you, but you know you don't have to go all the way to Hollywood. We had a case a few years yeah, ago here in, in Brisbane. Brisbane involving, it was a movie clip, a hip-hop band. Yeah, and unfortunately the facts are comparable. This is getting back to your point, Sarah, about this almost, hey, man, it's cool, it's fun. What? OHS, that's for, like, mines. Yeah. That's yeah. for like construction companies, construction oil company. and gas, and we're, yeah, we're having fun. We're like making a Star Wars movie, or we're like doing a, a hip hop film clip, or we're like doing a western. That's fun. Except or we're catching you, ourselves on. You know, yeah, we're, 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 I, I guess it was a similar emulate, thing. In emulate. The, they were using a real gun, a shotgun, I think it was in Brisbane. Yeah, and um, uh, point one person pointing at another person, yeah. and then pulling the trigger. And this was a real gun. It had blanks in it and it wasn't wasn't meant to injure the other person. No. But even with blanks, if the gun is close enough, it can cause you fatal injury. You know, so yet here we go. Imagine if that risk assessment was in the traditional mm-hmm. mind scenario mm-hmm. where it involves some type of blasting or some type of bodily contact. Well, you'd never do it. You'd never do it. But there would be test upon test upon assessment about Christian. And, you know, and something might go awry. You know, Stuff happens, yeah. But here we have in a more yo, fun, hip, scenario you've got a music clip like in the brisbane case or you've got the western hollywood scenario i find it quite curious i know we've devoted this to entertainment but it's really all about work i find it quite curious that there isn't the same level of rigor there might be now with prosecutions on the horizon i think it's i think it's wheels are slow to turn in in sort of hollywood industry with if i should say that the the enough's enough campaign i know with the the music industry for the first time has acknowledged a code is being written around just minimizing these workplace hazards well that's it it's only just just come up hasn't it you know hazards i didn't say risks (laughs) 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 but you know how women have been treated in the movie industry right you know that obviously has been a whole movement on only recently 
but, but going back to what you're talking about, Alan and Trage, Trage, you and I have talked in conferences together about the workplace, the workplaces that have that VUCA, the VUCA, the volatility, the uncertainty, the complexity and the ambiguity. And those that are most commonly known are things like agriculture and mining, you know, and some manufacturing and construction or transportation of being, quote unquote, higher risk. But of course, anything that volatile, that uncertain doing stunts and movies, you think automatically qualified. And we've just happened to discuss that, hang on, what used to be really comfortable white collar work because of the pandemic and the entire changing world of work has suddenly thrown that comfortable industry into VUCA. Volatility, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity, right? Yeah, and well, especially that communicable disease, is, is VUCA. fear, and yeah. and often there is a solution, but the only way you find the solution is by doing your risk assessment, find what the oh, problem is. Oh, and design ideation, boys. You have to follow. The, what is your business intention? Your business intention yeah. is to make a high impact movie. You start with yeah. that business intention, and then you go through the design. But, what's yes, going to reinforce it. it? What could detract? But what's the perversity in all this? Is it is a multi multi-billion dollar industry. Multi-billion. And, and they're probably investing, well, certainly not um, intellectually the same amount of rigour. Um, I'm sure I there's suspect. a safety professional that would put their hand up and, yeah, uh, you know, it's... cut a good deal for the movie industry if they're filming just oh. to have their name associated with that, right? There, there a lot of professionals now scratching their head thinking, how could this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. There you go. Now, yeah. just to close that one off, yes. um, the company that was ultimately responsible was Foodle, which is a subsidiary of Disney, and it was fined £1.6 million. Pounds. In the UK, pounds. yes, that's right. This yeah. happened in the UK. I wonder if it would have been the same in America. And I doubt it. But that's a, that's a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. money, £1.6 yeah. million. Pounds. Yeah, how much, really, how no much did Harrison didn't get? No, not really. That, that no, would we don't good. know. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? That's not a lot because you know how obviously fines and uh, this would all factor considered under the guidelines in the UK, similar along the, uh, the Scandinavian models. It's quite well. Yeah, yes, that, I, it's probably I, yeah, low, yes. really. If you think about it, yeah, right? The fines are bigger in the, the, the UK. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, yeah, but it's based on had it have been an, a non-subsidiary of one of the largest entertainment, it, it probably wouldn't have been that high. So I like that proportionality. And that- in who is before the court. And I like, you've mentioned that, Alan, too, about how the UK has a system where small yeah, business... Before, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, still have to adhere guideline. to the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, but it's yeah. ratcheted down for what they might be yeah. able to yeah. Yeah. sustain and So the Queensland... The, well, the rumours are that the Queensland government did consider introducing the same mm. guideline here in Queensland, and I think it would have been a wonderful thing if they had. Yeah, so there you go. So that's a good one. I wanted to talk about another case. Yeah. This one's been published, only just come out. Yeah. Uh, it's about super gas, and I, um, you can look super gas up on the internet, sure. but what they do is they, they sell gas. Gas cylinders. And, yeah, yep. which okay. ends up in oh. gas cylinders. In this particular case, what happened was they had a customer came in uh, back in 2017, which is it's interesting mm. that cases take so long to finalise. So back in 2017, a customer came in. They got one acetylene gas cylinder uh, bottle, and one oxygen gas cylinder bottle for their employer. So the person who collected the gas was working and they were collecting the gas for their employer and they arrived in a ute and they put the gas cylinders on their side inside the uh, a fully enclosed metal toolbox on the ute. They, they then drove off and the, uh, there was an explosion and the gas cylinders exploded resulting in, in some 
terrible injuries to the uh, the worker that came and collected the gas bottles. Now, the case was all about should Supergas have refused to provide the gas cylinders to the customer because the customer was not storing them in an appropriate way in their ute. I think for a lot of, just so that we can close the case before we talk about it, there were fines of, were three fines imposed, uh, one of 550000 one of 275000 and a second one of 275000 So ab- absolutely enormous so fines the, by, by Victorian standards. It was the customer's ute, not the Customer's ute. So you think about all those businesses that sell things to customers mm. and they take the merchandise, whatever the merchandise is, out to the customer's car and put the merchandise in the customer's car. It, it wouldn't be very often that those businesses would say, I'm sorry, you've paid for this, but you can't take it now because you won't store properly in your vehicle. But that seems to be what this case is determining, that uh, a business that's in that's selling potentially dangerous items has to actually look wow. at what's going to happen throughout the, the supply chain what the impact is throughout well, the supply I think chain at least the to the extent that they're in the business's car park and heading off i'm just thinking of you know speaking of the u.s like kmart selling guns yeah, <laughs> and, yes, yeah, and then, uh, you know, you yeah. drive in the U.S., you're back in Texas, and you're back in Montana, and people have them stored in all kinds of ways in the back of their trucks, what mm. you would call a ute here. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can... You can yeah, when you think about it, it's, it's stored energy. And Coles and Target, they sell, I shouldn't use brand names, but they sell yeah. gas cylinders. Yeah. There's mm. there's so, lots of businesses. That so do. just to recap, the it was a, a, on work time? The work was called yes, up? Yes, the purchase was for work purposes, yep. and, and it was a worker who came and purchased and collected the gas cylinders. So didn't it boil down to the worker having been trained and to ensure? No, that- no, no. The business, the responsibility of the business was to ensure the health and safety of others. So the person who yeah. turned up and collected the gas cylinders was not employed they by that employed business. They weren't employed by... No, by no but... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so... Different, different... Two different businesses. A customer. Yeah, but I'm talking about the employer of the injured worker. Worker, yes. Yeah. Why well, the case they doesn't explore that. And there, yeah. may, there may be a second prosecution that I'm not aware of. Yeah, because um, if you think about, look, yeah. Sarah, go, if I said to you, if you if you were briefed to go and get a couple of gas cylinders yep. and... I would expect uh, you to have safe systems at work. Yeah, that okay. was a function. Company uh, was, Friday afternoon yeah, barbecue. Yeah, it's a work thing. Yeah, your work and you, you've asked one of your employees to go and get gas cylinders. cylinders. From the petrol station, wherever. Yeah. And right. I was more concerned from that. I mean, I understand fully with, with the supplier, but more like that responsibility. Yeah. That worker. So, for example, mm. but, so Alan, can you go give me a couple of cylinders? We're going to put on um, a sausage sizzle. And you might say, yeah, but but I'm, I'm the photocopier person. Yeah, I know, but just go and get Come it. On, we're all short. You know, we just yeah. want to put yeah, this quick, barbecue on. Just go and get it. Yeah. See, that's, I was looking at it from that angle to go, yeah, wait a minute. Well, that particular trace is about gas, but it could be any flammable. Could. Any, mix. that's right. As you said, go, stored go and, energy. Yeah. Or, or if it was in America, can you go and pick up a couple of rifles? Uh, <laughs> we're for, going shooting this afternoon. We go, we're going, oh, I shouldn't yeah, well, laugh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, no, let's extrapolate. Uh, this was Australia. Righto. Listen, um, we were invited to, to a mate, private land. 
we're going to do a bit of roast shooting or, or pigging, as they call it here. Oh. Um, so I'm digressing clearly, but my point <laughs> is, I, I don't know anything about guns. I, I photocopy, and it's the same thing. It's like, I don't know. I mean, do you know how to store gas? Well, it, well it could be, uh, yeah, they should have been upright, but well, just if, upright. The worker, if the worker didn't have a ute, well, you shouldn't be putting the gas cylinders Correct. inside and a car. So, so uh, it's more, I was more interested from the responsibility from the end of the, of, of the actual yeah, yeah. Thing, from that. The but if you go down to your local petrol station and you do swap and go, for example, yeah, you, know, yeah. you get I've your, done that. your gas cylinder So filled. you're seeing the petrol station now the petrol station now liable? Check? Wow. Well, I think if that Victorian decision is followed, it could be. You know, and that's the thing. And I always find it curious how, you know, when you top up for your mower, um, you just tells you, put your thing, Dan, your... I do mow, just for the record. <laughs> what, what is it? What's it? Um, can. Oh, can. No, uh, it's a canister or a can. What, what do you call that? Jerry can. Jerry can, thank you. Put your thing on the ground. And so, yeah, all right. And I'm putting in my five litres. But, of course, I worry about someone from behind not seeing me and just running me over. That's their place. That's their system mm-hmm. of work. Put it on the ground, chuck the... Because where else are you going to get the petrol? I'm telling you guys right now, that whole discussion we had about immersive technologies, VR, having a, a two-minute experience that can really put you yeah, in place that. and yeah. space and have yeah. you see these scenarios and unpack this would be so useful for learning, education and awareness. Yeah. Boom. Uh, you know, ready or, to go or, for or that, that education. What if, what if you were to, doing... To avoid the boom. That's the boom. right. What if you were doing that and you were stung by a bee? Yeah, and then, oh, oh, like this, and then suddenly <laughs> the petrol's going everywhere and... And, and he's wearing look, his heels as actually, he's filling this on, petrol. On that note, Jerry can. Before we wrap this up, um, Dexter has now a new harness. It's a full tactical response. Oh. And he looks the biz. And now people used to be scared of Dexter because of his look, so they'd cross the road. Now people are crossing the road because they might think they're going to get arrested for something. <laughs> he looks like, like the biz. Like he's a got, sniff dog that he could uh, find and there. He sniffs. It's because it's they were designed for just, yeah, finding things. Yeah, deep. find the uh, drugs re- that I'm carrying. Man, this dog. So he's got the full sleek. I managed to procure. And he looks like I, the real deal. I'm going to find some badges or lapels. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like in training or something. It definitely yeah. needs that. I got pulled over in an airport once. The dog stopped. And I'm thinking, what? A beagle? No. The, like the, yeah, the, what kind of dog is a beagle? Yeah, they've got beagles here. No, no, it was it was like a a German Shepherd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough dog. It wasn't just a beagle, it was a tough dog. Yeah, but beagles are good for stimulating because they're they're, they're wide for food, so they're they're really good sniffing out out contraband food and drugs. This dog stopped me, and I I was worried. I'm thinking, what's been smuggled in my bag? Oh, my gosh. No, Vegemite. They're trained to sniff Vegemite. It's one of their tests as well as drugs. But it's sealed. You're allowed. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't the yeah. point. The point is, uh, yeah. thank goodness, it was just Vegemite, yeah. right? Bringing yeah. it. Up. Yeah, that's right. But apparently, watch out if you're carrying Vegemite too. You'll so, get... so you were he taking just... Vegemite overseas. Overseas, uh, yeah. He just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Dun dun dun. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed that episode of Why Work. You've been listening to Trage, Sarah and Alan. And if you'd like to know more about some of the things we've talked about today, please subscribe and we'd be more than happy to provide you with information, names of cases and other things that may interest you. Please be aware that none of the matters we've talked about today should be construed as legal advice or any other type of advice. We're just here to talk about all things related to work. See you next time. (laughs) 